Extra. Here you are, and welcome. This is Kawi Fi Radio. The headphones are too loud. Is that any better? Oh my god, I was almost deafened by that. <laughs> oh my days. So let's try that again properly. Kanichiwa and welcome to Kawi Fi Radio, the podcast we dive in the world of anime and manga. I'm Kyle and I have M with me, and this is an extra mini episode because episode 100 is in the works, but most of the team are away at the moment, and we're not going to do the 100th episode with everyone away and busy. That's a terrible idea. So it's me and Emma, and we're going to talk to you about The Promised Netherlands live action film. It's me, the kawaifu. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you've been dragged in kicking and screaming. And yes. by kicking and screaming, I mean Liger's jumping all over the desk oh, and behaving bro. like a petulant child. He's just jumped up and he's jumped down again. Oh, my days. This is what we get this for doing a, a late night recording, isn't it? Because he's, just, he's got the zoomies in full, full swing. I'm not usually awake at this time of night, so he's pretty excited about it. He is. He is. So, look, Promise Netherland... Um, live action. Live action. So, we've discussed the manga and anime before. And the manga's fantastic. Anime's second season adaptation is... If you've read the manga, you hate it. If you haven't, then it's kind of hit and miss. It just depends on the person. Um, there's there's issues there. And, you know, I don't like it, but you liked it. You enjoyed it. Um, the anime, it, like, it was, it was fine. Um, but you guys, like, put it down so hard. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, this, it, this it really isn't that bad. It skipped two of my favorite bad. arcs. Like, it's really not that bad. The, the end is just kind of like, and then a lot of stuff, and then the end. Yeah, and it shouldn't have been like that. Yeah, yeah. well. So th- there were a lot of issues with it, um, but what we were sitting here going is like, well, they've got a live action film. And this mm. live action film is adapting the story, um, just that first arc that the season one adapted. So we thought, I wonder if it'll be any better. And we saw the cast list. We went, wow, this sounds pretty good. I was really excited. Yeah, so was I. I'm now very disappointed. Honestly, it was really hard to watch. It was. <laughs> it was so hard to watch. It was just it was just blistering breakneck speed the entire way, and then it slowed right down for the end. Yeah, but also it was just like the actors were ter- terrible choice. Yeah. From the very opening scene. I just got I, I, like got real honest. cringe vibes. Both Emma and Norman's casting, mm-hmm. terrible. Like, Awful. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm sure they are fantastic actors and these are young actors. Um, but they're, they're not like young 22 enough. to 24. So yeah, the actress that plays Emma is 22. Mm-hmm. Um, and the actor that plays Norman is 20. Now uh, they're supposed to be portraying 14 year olds. And then you've got Ray, who is played by a 14-year-old. No, he's 16. 16. Well, look, he he's very visibly younger. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, for obvious reasons. Yeah. He is fantastic. Yeah, he was he actually is. one of the best actors yeah, on the show. Good. Um, but unfortunately, Emma and Norman, because they're the leads, that's all you see. It and, was... Oh. Uh, it was just really cringe because yeah. Emma, the character, is very... Uh, very adolescent. She's very childish and yeah. she has very, she's very boisterous. Yeah. And has very childish, um, like movements and yeah. mannerisms. And yet they had a 22 year old who looks like a 22 year old yeah. play her. Yeah. And don't even get me started on Norman's wig. Oh yeah. Goodness. Well, Norman, like, I've got a picture of uh, the 
actor for Norman in front of me. And when you look at him, you go, wow, he doesn't actually look that old. Mm. That wig and makeup aged him. Yeah. Like it really oh, aged him and God. not in a good way. So it's it's a real shame. So that's that's your main three. Um, and then you've got um, Keiko Kitagawa, who's playing Isabella. Um, oh, she Mama. was good. She was fantastic. And then you had Naomi Watanabe playing Crone. She was great. So she was amazing. But I do have <laughs> one bit that we both cackled about, <sighs> which was the weird where they sped up her catching up to the kids. Like this little movement. It was and like, it's the only time it was used. Yeah, if they had used it multiple times, then it kind of would have made sense. But it literally came out of nowhere. We had to go back. Yeah. Because I was just like, what just happened? So basically, there's the scene in the forest where, you know, she's playing tag with the kids. Mm. And then they, that happens. And then she catches up with the main kids again later in the forest to have a little secret meeting. Mm. And she moves. It wouldn't be more than 20 meters. But they yeah. fast forwarded it. And put a weird sound over it yeah. as if she was super quick and dashing in an anime style. And it's like, guys, you could have just like changed the shot to over their shoulders and show her suddenly appear with a whoosh sound effect. Well, just like it could have just been like all the other ones where she was just running yeah. fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. It was. It, 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 mm, very odd choices. I think if you've watched like the original. Um, anime or read the manga Mm. this is all going to be very familiar and I I do have to credit them for the CG of the demons I thought they were done really well done Um, they felt creepy that's where their wig budget went the wig budget yeah (laughs) they spent all their wig budget on the CG (laughs) (laughs) look I mean I'd happily give them an extra hundred dollars to get a better wig (laughs) oh my days um but yeah, that that was really well done. The set design was accurate. It was like remarkably, like oh yeah, the house was really good, perfect. Like yeah. they they replicated the setting perfectly. Yeah, they did. Even the wall, the gates, the the forest was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and the way it was handled was really well done. And I think a lot of the voice, uh, the young actors who are in this are good. It's it's held back by Phil. the older actors. Phil was amazing. Oh. Holy cow. Like, so Phil Loved is like Phil. four, like four or five. And he just like, he was fantastic. He's good. Everyone's cult favorite. Can I find Phil? Yurito Mori, January 2014, nine years old now. So this came out in 2020. So they were six. Oh, they did, they did good. They did exceptionally good. Yeah, they did good. Also known I mean, for like, Carmen Rider. They didn't have a lot of lines or anything, but here's Phil. It's Phil. It's Everybody Phil. loves Phil. Everyone loves Phil. Cult leader Phil. Considering he was six, damn, he did damn. really well for what was he was good. given. Yeah. Like, no wonder he's been done for other things. I just hope, you know, Japan treat their child actors better than the US do. The costumes were good. Costuming was very good. Especially of Isabella and Crone. Mm-hmm. Their dresses were very crisp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think the um, things are done kind of out of order, story-wise. The plot kind of races through all the... The key bits and pieces at breakneck speed. I actually think it would have been better if it was done more out of order. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they they discovered things a lot earlier and there was no difficulty to discovering these things, such as yeah. like, you know, the, the messages in the books or um, discovering that, you know, oh, we're a farm and that sort of stuff. All of that happened at breakneck speeds in 20 minutes. Um, they'd already found the outer walls. They'd already hatched their plans. They'd already done, you know, a ton of stuff. 
And then Sister Crone arrives and it's 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Did we say spoilers (laughs) at the beginning? I mean, look, uh, (laughs) this came out in 2020 and the anime came out like... Jeez, 2018, 2019. Mm. Um, so it's been it's been out for a while now. So apologies if you haven't seen it, but uh, yeah, go see it. <laughs> just, <laughs> just just do it. Just go watch it. Just go watch it. the The anime. Look, if you haven't read the manga, the anime is fantastic. If you do want to read the manga, watch the first season and then pick up in the manga, and mm. then go back and watch it. I, I think because that way you get the full context of all you know everything that happened in it. Story wise, it, it it dashes through these points very oh, very quickly. God, yeah. Like you, you you have no time to process what has happened, and then the escape plan is hatched and underway, and that feels like it drags by comparison. Yeah, it does, like, doesn't it? Too much time was given mm. for it. Out of everything, the most shoehorned item mm-hmm. that they just crammed right in the end there was the whole relationship between Isabella and oh Ray. Ray. And I mean, to be fair, that was kind of done similar to that in the manga, and it you know it happened intertwined with the escape, but yeah. they just kind of yeeted it in there at literally yeah. the last possible moment. Just but BTW this. <laughs> is a thing. But it's like, doesn't everyone know? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't remember. So, yeah. Because she's like, my baby's dead. And Ray's mm. like, bye, mom. Yeah. But everyone calls her mom. So. Yeah, but like, yeah. You know what I mean. So, in the anime, they don't know? Uh, no, None of the other kids knew. Oh, no. Okay. No. It's interesting. It's the, been a while. Yeah. The only trivia... For this is the promised Netherlands saga has the orphans as children, but for this adaptation, the ages were ta- raised to teenage levels. F- I think they're just 14. talking about the they're just talking about the protagonist. Yeah. How old are they in the anime? Aren't they like ten? Fourteen. They're fourteen. Yeah. Oh. You get shipped out when you hit puberty. Oh, that, sixteen. When you hit sixteen, you get shipped out. Mm, let, let's let's. That's what they said. Let is oh that's what they said in. Mm, it's mm. sixteen. Yeah. Okay, let's have a let's have a squeeze, squeezy, squeezy, squeeze. Because then the girls would be shipped out at like eleven, twelve. Okay, so Emma is eleven. Yeah. So in the anime. In the anime, in the yeah, and she's story. fourteen in the movie. Yeah. Okay, so they did they did age up the export time. Um. So oh yeah, it'd be when they turn twelve. Because it's their birthday. That they're um exported on their 16th birthday no no but i mean in the original oh yeah. on tw- at 12 yeah oh okay so that that makes sense yeah, pre-puberty did, yeah they did put it up yeah. quite a bit then yeah so apparently and for those who uh didn't know um promised netherland was inspired by children's folklore books and video games including final fantasy while and for the horror elements, um, using only his imagination because he did not like horror films. Oh, in like, why? Okay, mentioned part of the story came from some nightmares he had as a child, especially after having read Hansel and Gretel stories about children being eaten and a manga focused on spirits that made him ask himself if monsters could solve their problems if they raised human like cattle. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. He says, all these fears, ideas, influences have come together. This is how the story of Promised Netherland was born. He had a freaky dig childhood. What a wild brain. Yeah. He he obviously 
Uh, oh, so Demizu, who I think is the co-author, the illustrator, uh, Posika Demizu, um, said she was inspired by Japanese folklore and its monsters and then uh, Little Red Riding Hood and Hansel and Gretel mm. and Studio Ghibli. Nice. Well, they're inspired by a lot of Japanese folklore as well. Mm-hmm. So that kind of checks out. Yeah. Oh, also, like, The Great Escape, Escape from Alcaraz and Prison Break films. Like, I mean, okay. That, that explains so much. <laughs> the Yeah, like the bedsheet ropes and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, and how they were drawn and, yeah. But, yeah, look, I mean, th- this is, it's a fantastic like, franchise. Yeah, I was like, it was but not a fantastic film. The like, film's don't probably, lie to these nice people. <laughs> the, the film's not the way to watch it. Yeah. God, uh, no. I, I, I think we were quite optimistic in the, the previous episode about going, oh, maybe the film will be good. I was really looking forward to it because yeah. I was looking forward to a bit of spooky-ooky. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the spook. Uh, and it just did not deliver. It didn't. It was actually hard to watch. It was, especially towards the end because we were just kind of like, is it over yet? Yeah, like I'm... we actually ended up skipping through to get to the end faster. <laughs> Whenever there was crying, I skipped. Yeah. I just kind of got sick of it. Ugh. Like, after a while, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, But, um, yeah, look, I, I can't recommend watching it. I mean, if you do want to watch it, you can watch it on Disney uh, Disney Plus worldwide at the moment. But uh, it, it wasn't great. <laughs> Cannot recommend. Um, <laughs> just watch the original series. You can watch it on Crunchyroll, and it's good. And well, just watch um, literally anything else, <laughs> like paint drying. I can recommend that. I don't, I don't know if paint drying would provide the level of excitement the CG does for that brief fleeting moment. Nah, because you've got that guy. What is it, grandfather or whatever his name is? Oh yeah, yeah. just he's bad. He's bad. Just everything about that guy. I mean, yeah, he's the, he's the villain. Oh, like, he's the bad guy, but, like, the acting was bad, the hair was bad. Oh, yeah. oh actually, one thing we do need to say was very good. Mm-hmm. Naomi Watanabe. Yeah. Like, She geez. was surprisingly good. She, like, it's a very strange role that she yeah. was given. And the character, Crone, is bombastic. Like, yeah. she has very strange gesticulations all the time and just pulls these faces going yeah. from like sweet to mean in a split second to titan face for a split <laughs> second yeah and naomi did a fantastic job doing mm-hmm. that so she played the character very well the character in my opinion is a bit cringe because she is so grandeur yeah with her movements and she's like i'm just like Ugh. Mm. It's just yeah but Naomi did a great job. Yeah. She apparently rose to fame for her imitation of Beyonce, and she's a comedian, actress, and fashion designer. She's a very famous comedian over there. Mm-hmm. Of Japanese and Taiwanese descent. Oh, Taiwanese. Interesting. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, oh, she was in, featured in Queer Eye Wear in Japan. Oh, I mean, look, again, she is very famous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she was in Crown Shin-chan's movie as well. Wow. So, yeah, look, she's done a lot. Yeah. And she's got almost 10 million followers on Instagram too. So yeah, man. If you're a big fan of Watanabe... Yeah, just skip to her scenes. Yeah, true. Maybe, like, surely someone's done a... Crone cut? Yeah, a crone crone cut. cut. (laughs) Yeah, she was good. Um, uh, I think most of the main cast were good with the outside of Emma and Norman. Yeah. Problem is, is Emma and Norman are the leading characters. The lady that plays Isabella has a good... Mm. Keiko Kitagawa. 
mean scary look that she can turn off and on really well. Yeah, yeah. And she was uh, apparently started off as a, she's a former model and a Japanese actress. Mm. And um, first voice acting role was in Sailor Moon in the live action show Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon in 03 to 04. Oh. Good on her. Yeah, it doesn't I li- say I what she was her. in. Yeah. I liked her quite a bit. She did really well. And mm-hmm. I, I think for for that role where you need to be able to switch between, you know, pleasantly sweet and, mm. and you know, quite intimidating. Between mother and the devil. Yeah, yeah. yeah basically. <clears throat> um, oh, she was in Fast and Furious. Tokyo Sick. Drift. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to go. watch that now. Now I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, uh, she was good too. Um, so I think it's just that because the leads re- are really cringe mm. and they don't suit the age bracket and the wigs are bad, <sighs> it just... It's very disingenuous. Yeah, it just feels fake. It feels yeah. B-grade, whereas the rest yeah. of the production stands up and that's yeah. that's the downside. I find the difference between good anime live action adaptations and bad ones is the bad ones try and keep the exact movements and yeah. like speech patterns and things of the anime character yeah. and you expect them to be bigger Yeah, and the better ones kind of... Make it more realistic. Well, I mean, this is the thing. Like, um, it was one of the issues that Cowboy Bebop's live action suffered from. They tried to initially have the characters behave in an, a way that was in line with the anime. Mm. And over the season, they pulled that back and that improved it. It wasn't, you know, perfect by any means. Mm. But it was showing that they, you know, when given the right tools, and especially when it was the original episodes that weren't based on um, the actual anime story... They did really well. Like, their character interactions seemed much more normal and natural and fluent. Yeah, I find Bebop, the characters themselves were way more organic than the characters in this movie. Mm -hmm. But I also enjoyed how in Bebop, every now and then, they would deliver an exact frame. Yeah. A very famous frame from the anime. That Mm -hmm. was nice. Yeah. You, You want them sprinkled in there. You don't want the entire thing to be that. Yeah. Yep. And, and that, that's the balance that's got to be mm. struck with live action. And I think Japan tends to do it better for the most part. Mm. But um, we'll see. Um, yeah, I, I think that's it. I don't think there's really much more I can say about that. If you do want to watch it, it is on Disney+. Plus. Um, wouldn't recommend it. Go watch the uh, the anime instead. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens if a number two... What's a different two... live action you would recommend? Oh... Ryoin and Kenshin. Go watch that. Yeah. From oh, back in the day. Back in the day, Ryoin Kenshin. What is it, 20... 20- Twenty uh, twelve or whatever it was. You see, I'm sitting here going, "What is a live action I'd recommend?" And I, Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo, live action Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo that slaps for no reason. See, I'm sitting here going, "What are? Has there actually been a live action anime we can recommend?" And I mean, like, I think Alita Battle Angel is good if you're a fan of the manga, but otherwise, no. Mm. Ghost in the Shell, similarly, if you watch the original series, it is enjoyable, but not good as a standalone film. Mm. Yeah, there's not a massive amount that make you go, yeah, I think that that would be worth watching as a standalone film. Oh, apparently the Yu Yu Hakusho um, live action from 2020 was quite good. Oh, there was a live action Ranma and a half. Ah, oh, of course there was. It's not very well rated. Uh. <laughs> no surprise there. Gintama's live actions are apparently quite good. Attack on Titans are not. Oh, God. They're all under bad. a five for very yeah. good reason. Um, there is a live action uh, assassination classroom. <laughs> And it's actually on See, a higher rating. This is the thing. I feel like that would actually be good because that show is goofy as heck. Yeah. So they can get away with the goof. 
They can. They can. There's a there was a bleach live action in 2018, yes. and it looked yes, there was bad. Yeah. Oh, and there's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure from 2017. Oh no, thank you. It's uh, that look, sounds like it would be bad. Bad. The the costuming is amazing, but that's oh, about yeah. the only thing that I've heard good about it. So yeah, as you said, Ruroni Kenshin Part One, Two, and Three are all on here, and they're all above a seven. So yeah, I went to see that in the cinemas. <laughs> oh yeah, was it good? Yeah, man, I was like mm-hmm. the only girl in the cinema, <laughs> and I was by myself because I didn't have any friends <laughs> to go see it with. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, but it was dope. Mm. <laughs> Look, if you enjoyed it, that's all that matters. There was a live-action Black Butler. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Nah. There's all live action gaunts. We haven't watched that. That's something. Oh no, we have. That's a good one. If in okay. Well, no, that gaunts zero was CG. Was it? Yeah. So gaunts live action was 2010. There's gaunts another gaunts and gaunts perfect answer, which is three parts of the same franchise. Um, I think I've seen the a live action one. Yeah. A live action Gantz, and I actually think it was good. It was quite good, good yeah. yeah. According to this, it's quite well rated. So, yeah, yeah there you go. Um, but yeah, so... So look, yeah, go watch Gantz instead. Yeah, that, that's definitely PG appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Promise Neverland is not a PG. It was rated PG. What? Yeah, TV 14. Children get it. Yeah, I know, but All you don't right. see it. There's, if you don't see it... It you doesn't see happen the as far as the uh, council goes, but yeah. Rough. Anyway, I think it's time that we wrap up. Wi-Fi Radio. Well, that is where we're going to leave it for this mm-hmm. mini extra episode. Thank you so much for listening. Next episode is the big one. It's episode big 100. I can't remember what we said we were going to do. You know what that means? No. The podcast is going to come alive. It's going to get a spirit. It's going yeah. to haunt you. Well, we, we might as well announce the first thing that is going to happen. And that is that episode 100 will be live streamed on our Twitch and on our YouTube channel. Oh. Now, that will be on the Sunday. So we'll put out an official notification for that. But that will be Sunday, the 23rd of April. I can do numbers. 23rd of April. Yeah. Oh, that's close. It's the week before HoshiCon. Yeah. yeah, busy. Yeah, so things are going to get very hectic around here very quick. By then, Tifa will be back from her trip from Japan. Mm. Aaron will be back from up north. Kenny will not be working public holidays. And, and I won't be here. No! <laughs> <laughs> and Kira Lee will be finished hopefully making her costume for the upcoming convention competitions. Because, mm. my my lord, there's some pretty cool looking things coming up that she's working on. Um, other than that, there's not really too much to announce. That 100th mm. episode is the big one um, that we've been working on. After that, there is another live stream we're going to do directly following the live stream of the podcast where we're going to watch the film. The what? worst live action ever made. Uh, which one? Dragon Ball oh, Evolution. Oh, no. Is this Aaron? This is Aaron, this isn't is it? This is Aaron. Oh. Yeah. So, uh... I actually forgot how bad that was. Yeah. Like, I literally <laughs> blacked it out from my brain. <laughs> and then I was on, like... I don't know, TikTok or whatever, and I watched a clip, and I was like, "Oh my lordy!" Yeah, it's it's so bad. I never yeah. saw it. 
I've seen lots of clips um, and I actually walked in on my grandma watching it once and went, nope, <laughs> walked out the room. She's like, this is those anime things you like. And I'm like, yes, but no. No, grandma. <laughs> no, grandma, it's not. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be painful. Um, we will confirm details on that and timeframes on that closer to the day. That'll be coming out in the next two weeks. So make sure you're following us over on social for that. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We do have a TikTok, but we rarely use it um, yeah. for, yeah, just not enough time at the moment. Nah. And, yep, uh, videos are in the works, but uh, just with uh, changing jobs and everything else, it's been a bit hectic and a bit difficult for us to get everything sorted along with the house. So, with that, um, we'll see you in two weeks for the big 100. And uh, I think that's that's it. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you're uh, watching some stuff from the new season. There's a lot to enjoy out there. So, in between then and now, as we love to say, Watch, watch some anime! anime.